it's been one hell of a year and i mean that quite literally we are at the fag end of what has without any doubt been the most interesting year of our lives 2020 is finally saying goodbye and i'm sure most of us would love to see the back of this wonderful year but this year also gave us a lot of new things and we will talk about the best devices of the year and the devices too might have been a little bit influenced by the fact that they came out in a pandemic year this is nandagopal rajin welcoming you to our own devices and with me is nimish dubey nimish welcome to the show hi nandagopal it's wonderful to be here as always first how do you sum up 2020 in a line if you had to do that back to basics <laughs> back to basics i would say nandagopal because uh, suddenly in a world that was talking about mobility suddenly we were taught that there is something known as being static we are still adapting to it part of us are back to so called normal i think we were just put back into time for a short while let's talk about the devices and there were quite a few devices in the year despite the fact that you had a few months where nothing was happening everything had come to a standstill in the tech world and across the world so nimish let me start by asking you what do you think is your device of the year and i'm not talking about a particular device i think what is the one thing that became so relevant this year or was the most important thing this year well nangopal uh, it was actually two things uh, i would say there were two things uh, that we had kind of taken for granted and they kind of uh, came to the fore all of a sudden one was uh, video calling the front facing camera for video calls suddenly became very very important now we've had front facing cameras on laptops and on phones for the longest time but they were used to create content mostly a video call was something you did once upon a time with your relative who's in another country or who's in another time zone suddenly this year thanks to the pandemic everyone is at home and your normal phone call got replaced by a video call i remember xiaomi launched uh, its first notebook the horizon notebook horizon the mi horizon notebook this year and everyone suddenly raised the issue of it doesn't have a front facing camera and suddenly it became a big deal a year ago perhaps people would have said oh it's all right we can attach a webcam to it no big deal but suddenly it didn't have a front facing camera it was a big deal the other thing of course is the very humble headphone it was supposed to be something for listening to music mainly and maybe for the executive on the move a few calls or something but with all of us being at home the headphone became a very very comprehensive tool you were listening to music on it you were following your shows on it and you were making calls on it in many ways i would say the earphone was the wearable of the ear because the smart watches well you weren't walking outside were you most of us were inside all the time so for me i would say the earphones and the front facing camera very interesting nimish in fact i have a slightly different take of course i think the forgotten home computer <laughs> became so relevant this year like you know all of us had home computers some of us would never switch it on uh, some of us had forgotten to how to use it or had relegated it as something the kids would play games on but suddenly stuck at home with no access to your office computer most of us had to rely on the home computer and a lot of these computers 
showed their true metal whether they were good for it or bad during this pandemic time and i think the fact that you now need reliable home computers along with your laptop because you need multiple devices at home and maybe for the coming year they suddenly made this segment very very relevant the other thing if you ask me is the broadband ah the importance of the broadband is so high right now in our lives that your job might depend on it if you don't have good connectivity sure and given the job you're doing you might be in a bad spot and i mean again literally yes yes indeed nan gopal it was actually uh, quite on point in both the cases the importance of broadband suddenly went up because again like you said communication which had been largely how shall we say text oriented and was occasionally visual having a visual communication online so to speak was a relative novelty even up to a year year and a half ago you did it only if meeting somebody was not physically possible or if the person was in a different area geographically this year you could be talking to somebody two floors down in your apartment block and yet because of covid you couldn't step out of the house so you were ending up making a visual call now why would you do a visual call because seeing someone suddenly became very very important and uh, actually we should we could even take a look at the devices which we thought were so important barely a year ago being relegated to shall we say the backdrop things like cameras people who are suddenly saying you know you have to take cameras now the now is the time when uh, cell phone cameras are challenging challenging dslrs and all that suddenly everyone was at home and photography got limited but yes bandwidth became critical because everyone was suddenly using visual content whether you are making uh, phone calls video phone calls or even most of us now i don't think netflix and other ott services have been consumed as much as they have been during this pandemic in fact if you look at it the broadband has become our portal to the world stuck at homes that is how we connect that is how we communicate that is how we convey that is how we converse in fact everything that we do actually goes through this wifi router in your house to the rest of the world or from your phone the hotspot on your phone to everywhere it's become the umbilical cord that is connecting the world right now and think of a world 10 15 years ago without this connectivity and if the pandemic had struck us then the impact would have been much much more a lot of us have worked as if nothing has happened because of this connectivity that has become such an integral part of our lives that is so true nangopal and another thing that while you were talking of working at home another thing that a lot of us discovered was in the past if you remember it was sufficient for a single computer to be at home so as you rightly pointed out there was a trusty desktop that was in one corner at home and whoever needed it would use it at a particular time this period of time this pandemic however meant everyone was working from home suddenly you did not have access to your office notebook or your office computer so having just one device at home which used to be the default so to speak was suddenly no longer enough which is why i think once the markets reopened after the first lockdown there was a huge increase there was a surge in the consumptions of uh, in the sales of notebooks because suddenly everyone wanted a notebook because just one computer at home well your child had to study online 
you and your spouse had to work online one computer was no longer sufficient and you had a desktop at the office but hey the office was locked in fact we have come to a situation where every person uh, let us say about the age of 3 now needs a connected device so if you have four people at home including a four year old kid you would need four devices at home and that's become a part of our lives that's going to stay i don't think that's going to go away anytime soon we will maybe just add to those devices uh, like somebody who is professional uh, is working in that kind of a space might need multiple devices but the child now needs one device and we all held off to the point where we were not giving them a device for much longer than maybe an hour or two a day but now you know you will be lucky if you get your kid off the screen for a couple of hours a day and trust me i am the father of a 9 year old <laughs> that's that's so true nand gopal and the other thing uh, correlated to this is uh, i think a lot of us also realize the importance and the utility of having a not just multiple devices but devices that would communicate with each other the cloud assumed a new importance this year in the past the cloud was something to which you put up stuff only when you were sharing right now the cloud became a place even if at even if you were at home you were saying fine i'll put my pictures in uh, in google photos or an icloud drive and people can just see them or you needed to have devices which would talk to each other and the importance of being wireless because suddenly you not only had i mean let's look at it roughly and gopal if the three people in a house say with a child slightly older than yours somebody who's going to say class 9 to 10th maybe even college they're going to be at least three laptops they're going to be at least three sets of headphones imagine the tangle of cords that's going to be there out there so i think another thing that a lot of people uh, were recognized this year was the importance of being wireless which is perhaps why we saw such an uptake in uh, truly wireless earbuds somewhere around in the middle of the year they were supposed to be the super niche products which maybe the apple fans or maybe just a trend copier would take but by the time we are coming to the end of the year they are becoming a bit of a necessity because they are just so convenient fine you can lose them also but the fact is they're not big they're not bulky you just pop them in your ear you pop them in the case and they work in throughout the house wirelessly i have devised a interesting way to stay a little bit healthier you know despite the mm-hmm. calls and i take about 6 to 8 hours of calls every day uh, i take one call inside the house and the other call is outside the house and that is enabled only because of these wireless earphones otherwise you would be stuck to your sofa and let me tell you my sofa has a hole in the middle because i've been sitting in the same spot for 9 months now so oh, good heavens uh, an interesting uh, aside uh, nangopal to all this is if you remember we had an episode on ebooks uh, when we said the pandemic might suddenly make uh, since education was going online a lot of people would be a lot more people would be buying digital copies the irony is while that seems to have happened as per the trends we did not actually see a new ebook reader it is kind of uh, strange we saw a lot of new computers we saw a lot of new phones we saw a lot of headphones the iconic ebook reader from amazon the kindle there was no new version of it and for some reason we haven't seen any other brand come out with the ebook reader perhaps it's because uh, 
people are so accustomed to reading on their phones which incidentally have become pretty big so now we take the last break of the year after which we will talk about specific devices that impressed us this year if you're someone who likes to be updated about the news then you know how important it can be not only to find a trustworthy source but also a place that can give you the right context and helps you see the bigger picture and there is perhaps no other place that does this better than indian express's explained section it has everything you need to know to understand the news better explained keeps you on top of the ever changing news cycle and helps you see the larger trends that you wouldn't ordinarily but just following the headlines you can log on to indianexpress.com/explained access the coverage 24/7 and find in-depth analysis by the right experts explained by indian express when news that matters is explained by experts who know the subject now back to the show so devish after ebooks we are turning a new page and we will talk about the devices that impressed us the most this year what comes at the top of your list and why there are quite a few there were quite a few i would perhaps go with the iphone 12 pro max now uh, it's an excessively expensive phone of course it is an iphone it comes with kidney jokes inbuilt so to speak it just brought in a level of performance that was extraordinary so for me the level of performance that the camera delivered was amazing the level of performance that we saw from the display was amazing the sound was amazing it was a very expensive phone but it was a phone that seemed to be able to do everything so that definitely was one another one that uh, really comes to my mind uh, so the ipad pro which is again an apple product but the ipad pro not the ipad air which was brought in later but the ipad pro which was brought in earlier because it suddenly brought the reality of the fact that you could use a tablet as a notebook replacement at home in the past if you notice uh, steve jobs has always claimed that the tablet was a third screen and apple had kind of been paying silent tribute to it by not exactly going all out and making it a laptop replacement but when the new ipad pro 2020 came out with the magic keyboard and with lidar and a lot of other functionality and of course a whole new ipad os which allowed you to do much more on the ipad that was a huge step forward that in a many ways that i won't say brought the tablet back into the spotlight but the fact that it is almost as if the tablet acknowledged fine i can be a notebook for me those two really if you ask me again yes the ipad pro and the iphone 12 pro max the pro max more so because as you said the performance is unimaginable what is that performance it is the ability to shoot a video in dolby hdr and edit it on the phone retaining the 4k as well as the dolby hdr unimaginable even for a laptop recently now the corollary for that is the fact that apple also has the m1 processor going into its new devices this year the m1 processor actually stems from the thinking behind the a14 bionic which is powering the iphone 12 pro max the m1 processor and the apple macbook air powered by that is so capable that it can do video editing uh, on a device which is literally 
you know about a kilogram uh, heavy what is more interesting is the fact that it's actually cheaper than the iphone 12 pro max <laughs> so you have a full fledged computing device which can do literally almost anything that you would have done on a very expensive laptop earlier coming for under a lakh and being able to hold fort now you would still need a macbook pro because the macbook air does not have fans on it that is where when you are doing really high end editing for a longer time there could be a problem because of the thermals involved uh, but still it's unimaginable processing power in a device and i think this m1 chip is something all of us have to underline for the coming years it's really going to change the way computing works yes indeed nangopal and another device which made a lot of uh, headlines this year and ironically ironically because it wasn't a device that was released this year but it had a unimaginably good year was a device that was not even available officially in india i'm talking of the nintendo switch now this switch was a console nintendo's gaming console that was released about i think 2 3 years ago it's been a while since it's been in the market nintendo has never released a device officially in india for quite a while now its sales by all accounts went up astronomically during this time because a it was the most affordable of all the consoles uh, when the pandemic hit it was available for around 20000 and there was a nintendo lite available for even slightly lesser than that around 17000 So it was a the most affordable, much more affordable than a PlayStation or an Xbox. And the other thing was, it had the gift of being able to be used anywhere in the house. You could use it as a handheld console, classically like the PS Vita and the older Game Boys that we had, or you could even just simply plug it into a television, and voila, you had a proper gaming console, a la the Xbox Six, uh, the Xbox and the Sony PlayStation. So the irony is, I think we have got stats even uh, as we are coming towards the end of the year. This was the year in which a new PlayStation was released. This was the year in which a new Xbox was released, and the Nintendo Switch was perhaps the highest selling console in the world. And by all accounts, it was the highest selling console even in India. I read a report about it simply because it it was a device that had been made at another time, but it was tailor made for the pandemic. You want. If the television is empty, you plug and uh, you plug it into it and play it in the big screen. If the television is not empty, because hey, everyone is at home and everyone wants the television, you simply take your game away and continue playing on it. And as my nine-year-old will tell you, you can use the tablet on its own, <laughs> maybe to just watch something on YouTube. <laughs> if your television is not empty, uh, in fact, 2020 was the year in which gaming. I uh, know got its steroids. No, you'd think gaming is something that comes with steroids, <laughs> but it has exploded as a segment uh, because people are stuck at home. There is only so much of work you can do. But ask me, and there is never an end to the work. But there are people who want to entertain themselves without going out. Uh, Netflix and YouTube and all of that comes with a little bit of a boredom element kicking in after a point. Gaming can keep you entertained for longer. a lot of people have switched to serious gaming during the pandemic and you will see gaming gain lot more traction in the coming years because of what's happened this year and the kind of sampling it's done across sections people just playing on phones uh, people playing on laptops people playing on the television people playing on consoles all of that is going to explode and the segment is going to become really big maybe bigger than the entertainment industry itself in the coming year because 
if cinema theaters are going to remain shut, you will see the explosion of that happening in the gaming segment. The other thing, as Nimish mentioned, is that audio space. How headphones, earphones, wireless earphones have become so, so relevant now. Because this is something that you need to be plugged into all the time, especially if you have multiple people at home. Or you don't have access to an open area where you can take part in a very long video conference. Because of that, people are using a lot of noise-canceling headphones. And thankfully, this was the year noise-canceling became cheaper. Can't say the cheaper was better, but definitely you could access some kind of noise-canceling at very affordable price points. Definitely, Angopal. That definitely was the case. And uh, the other thing is uh, about gaming is it suddenly became the pastime. Because, you see, you could not go out and meet somebody else. You could not go out and play. Literally, you could not go out and play because uh, of the pandemic. I mean, playgrounds were closed, gyms were closed. So what could you do? What could you do is you could play multiplayer games. You could challenge your friend to come online for a session of when it was not banned. PUBG and subsequently now the current uh, hot game in town, Call of Duty. Or play a bit of PES or play a bit of FIFA. If you look at the irony in Angopal here, when both of us started our careers in technology, gaming was supposed to be this the task of this loner. You know, we had this image of a person with a big beard and a t-shirt and a beer belly sitting quite alone in a corner, working, playing games non-stop, munching pizza, playing games non-stop on a huge computer. And today, the gamer is perhaps one of the most socially active people online. I mean, the person is actually talking to other, other people. He has got squad members. He's running a team. It could be a football team. It could be a team of people who are trying, who are planning to kill another group of people. Violence in gaming is something we'll address on some other day. But gaming became truly social. It was no longer about, you know, five minutes of Candy Crush, uh, Candy Crush Saga while, you know, I'm uh, in the metro or I'm on the bus to work. It suddenly became, this is the time when I can catch up with somebody else, my friends. Maybe they're just two kilometers away, but I can't go and see them. But hey, I can call them over to Call of Duty and let's go kill some people. Oh my God, that sounded awful. In fact, to my surprise, I learned today that one of the online education platforms is actually giving you a course on PUBG. Yeah, you heard <laughs> that right. We will talk about that later. I don't want to sound like uh, you know we are uh, these two Apple fanboys talking <laughs> all the time. But what about Android? What was the best of Android for you? It was an interesting year for Android, Zangopal, uh, uh, actually, because Android's innovation seemed to stem from the plethora of concept phones that we saw. And as we had entered this year, the foldables had just started coming in. And this time, they haven't gone mainstream yet, but we saw a lot of foldable options. We saw foldable options from Samsung, which is the Galaxy Fold and one more. And of course, we saw the iconic motor razor coming back in the form of a foldable, a vertical flip phone, which had a foldable display. We saw LG trying to put a spin on it, saying, okay, you can have a second display in the LG Velvet and I think the 8X. You could add a second display to it and make it a double-sided phone if need be. And of course, there was Microsoft's adventure there when they had tried making an Android phone with a double screen, which did not work out quite as well as uh, a lot of people had expected. But Android was mostly about this. Otherwise, if you look at it, even though we had a new version of Android in the ear, we had Android 11, the fact is there was nothing radically new. Google tried coming out with a slightly more affordable Pixel 4a. Google 
finally went off the flagship bandwagon with the Pixel, with the Pixel 5. They finally said, okay, we're not going to make flagship processors and all that. But otherwise, apart from that, a lot of the trends that we had predicted when we had said that, you know, there'll be a lot more gaming phones, there'll be a lot more foldables, those did not exactly, those ideas did not germinate, so to speak. Those seeds did not germinate. What we did see was, as you would agree, doubtless, that the Note series of Samsung, it remained the most innovative device out there. Samsung continued to come out with amazing displays and very, very good cameras. Xiaomi continued ruling the mid-segment. Realme, Oppo and the others kept making the presence felt from now and again. But largely it was very business as usual for Android, which is not a bad thing when you consider that, after all, it is the most dominant operating system in the mobile uh, world. It's like uh, Pete Sampras coming out to play another <laughs> tournament, right? Like, yes. you know, it'll, it'll just do its job. It'll stay on top. You know, he'll come up with the you know, cup at the end. So, you know, it's, it's a little bit boring. But yeah, that's what they do. Uh, you know, for me, the one Android device that I think we should take note of is the OnePlus Nord. Because it's taken flagship uh, smartphone to a lower price point. And I think, you know, the mid-range flagship uh, which used to be in the 35 to 40 range has now come to the 25 range and how uh, Samsung had a very good counter for that in the M51 which also gave you a very large battery which is still the biggest pain point for most smartphone users. Indeed, actually this was the year also where we saw a lot of businesses going online in India. I mean Samsung which is mainly an offline player went online with a vengeance and with a lot of success. Apple opened its online store in India. You can order an AirPods Max right now. A lot of electronics business went online. I mean, we had in the past when we had these whole brands who would say, no, we are only going to be offline. We're not going to be online. The real, the real market is offline. I think that changed. And I think that will stay changed for a while because uh, let's face it, I do not see the pandemic going away yet. And touch and feel is not something people are going to be really comfortable doing in the coming few months. So that sort of takes away the relevance of the brick and mortar stores for at least 2021 or most part of 2021. Let's hope I am wrong. On that note, I think Nimish, a quick take on what do you expect to see in 2021? We have no clue what's going to happen <laughs> in the coming, uh, coming times as we understood with uh, 2020. But what's your take on 2021? Uh, Nan Gopal, as long as the pandemic persists and it seems that it is going to persist for a while, I am assuming that uh, more of the same, more business online, more headphones, more computers being sold, more, more innovative work from home solutions perhaps coming from uh, brands, maybe gadgets slightly more tailored towards working from home because right now if you look at it, we simply have picked up the notebook and put it at home and said, okay, anything is portable, you can work at home. Maybe we will have software apps, we'll have software, we'll have apps, which are more designed to working at home. A thing that I expect to create a fair deal of controversy, in fact, it's already creating a controversy, Nangopal, I'm sure you, sh I'm sure you know better of this than I do, is the issue of user privacy, which Apple has raised with new disclosure policies, where, apps, where app developers now have to tell app app users we are tracking you and what is the data we are collecting about you now that is going to become very very important because of so many of us who are working from home right none of us there are very few of us now who are behind who have the comfort of operating behind the safety of a corporate firewall 
Now, all of us are working from home. We've already had security issues with Zoom, where yet Zoom bombing became a term in this year. I'm expecting privacy and user security to become extremely important in this year because, it, as you rightly pointed out, everything is online. So I will sum it up uh, in a slightly different way by saying in 2021, expect very little to happen with the gadgets and a lot to happen with software. In fact, I'm saying this because it might not make sense to be very innovative with gadgets because you just need gadgets to get better because the innovation might not be of much use if you are still stuck at home. And you might see a lot of things happening on the software front, especially in the collaborative space, because that is what we will have to do in the coming year or years. Now, one more thing to look forward to, and from what Nimish was talking about privacy, is the impact on the tech giants of the world, the Apples, the Facebooks, and the Google, because there is a lot happening in the privacy space, in the antitrust space across the world. And by the end of 2021, these giants might not be the same as they were at this point of time. On this note, I think it's time to say goodbye to 2020. I wish you all a very happy new year and I really mean it. Nimish and me will say goodbye one last time for this year. We'll be back next year with more ideas, slightly different formats. Uh, if you have any ideas, please reach out to us on Twitter. We are always there for things that go beyond trolling too. And we are available everywhere you listen to your podcast. This is Our Own Devices for one last time in 2020. You were listening to Our Own Devices by The Indian Express. This week's show was edited and mixed by Anantnath Sharma and produced by me, Shashank Bhargav. If you like the show, then do subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also recommend the show to someone you think will like it. Share it with a friend or someone in your family. It's the best way for people to get to know about us. You can also tweet us at Express Audio and write to us at podcasts at the rate indianexpress.com.